Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. And welcome back, everybody. You all are in for a treat today because we have one of my favorite people, brands, all the above, and fellow Texan, Carson Caprera, who is the senior VP of footwear at Brooks Running. And we're talking, you guys, we're talking all things Austin, um we're t- <laughs> it's so it's really funny we uh, we honestly avoided a rabbit hole we wanted to go down a rabbit hole of 90s country and a whole bunch of other things but we spared you all um we can do a part two if you all want that to hear about our favorite 90s country stars and just random fun facts we know but we'll save you the time on this episode so if you like running if you like country music if you like austin if you just want to hang out this is the episode for you, so grab a seat, grab a snack, and let's tune in as Carson shares what Brooks is up to in his journey in the space. And Carson, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great, Colin. Good to be here. Okay, guys, you all didn't know, but we had technical difficulties earlier, and this is like our take two, so bear with us. Can we, we can we recreate <laughs> the magic, Colin, that we, that we had going? I don't know. We're going to bring it back. We're going to bring back the magic, everybody. Don't you worry. Alrighty, so Carson, again, let's start with your Spotify Wrapped. Tell the kids who your top artist was. Yeah, for you know, for me, it's it's I'm from Texas, and uh, so Colin is as well. So we can share that a little bit. But Luke Combs, right now, uh, hands down, I can't get off his playlist. Um, I stick with it, and, and even if I build a playlist, playlist, it's off of his song, uh, off of one of his songs. So yeah, hooked on that right now. Now I'm trying to think, okay, now I, what I didn't say earlier was like what my favorite Luke song. I feel like everybody's right now is this Fast Car cover, but oh, I think my so favorite good. is Without You. Ooh, that's a good one. That is like, yes. that is, that is my, I think that's my, that's my favorite <laughs> Luke song right now. I think I, I love that one too. I think I'm Tomorrow Me is really good. Ooh. Five Leaf Clover. I mean, a couple oh, of those are really, God. really good off of that album. 
No, I can honestly listen. Yeah, I can. I can listen to him. All, which he's never in my like top songs or anything. But I feel like I listen to a lot of Luke. I mean, I've been on a Tim McGraw kick lately. Oh wow! Where he's like he's like my go. Tim McGraw, first of all, something like that's usually my ringtone around the spring. That oh, okay, <laughs> favorite. That's so good. Favorite Tim McGraw song. You gotta you gotta pull it out. Oh now. my gosh, that's so hard. Um. Dude, you got to go decades here on this one. Yeah, I was like, now you got me stressed. Okay, let me. Oh my goodness, not me panicking. Um, something like that obviously is top. I like it. I love it. Is up there. Oh, um, let me pull up my like. I have a '90s country playlist, so I have like all of them pretty much on here. Um, '90s is the best. Just the best. Like, and I actually made a new '90s country playlist, and I have the bops on there, like "Shake the Sugar Tree." <laughs> We have Hedge Carolina, the original. Yeah, before the remake. We love we love Jody Messina. We love Cody Johnson's uh, remix. We love to hear it. My kids, my I kids. Could, I play heads, I, I play the new one, right? And uh, they, I want to hear the old one, and so I pull that back out of the '90s vault. And they love it. No, I, I I love that one. That's like one of my favorites. What else? Um, Neon Moon. I've been on a Brooks and Dunn kick. Lately, too. So, Neon Moon. Classic. Um, yeah, 90s country is just the best. I could go, yeah. Yeah, that was, I grew up on that. That's That was uh, that was Texas, right? Texas in the that's 90s. Our, that's our Josh Abbott band. Do we want to really talk about it? <laughs> oh, hey, we could go down a rabbit hole of Texas country, yeah. too. And that's a whole other, and then we would alienate like, the rest of the, of the oh, audience. Oh, literally. <laughs> They're like, all right, can we get these um, two bumpkins to, like, wrap it up? <laughs> Move along, boys. Move along. <laughs> Um, okay, take us back, Carson, to like childhood. What was your um, what was the role that like health and fitness played in your childhood growing up? Yeah, you know, it, I was just so active as a kid. Uh, I had a single mom, so you know, she worked long hours. So it, it was it was me and the neighborhood kids. We had we had a cul-de-sac that we lived around, and it was sports was just my life growing up since I was probably five. Uh, and, and most of it not organized. It was it was within our neighborhood, and we created our own games. We invented sports, you know, anything to anything to compete with each other. Um, and so it was just such a part of my life. And, and I knew, kind of growing up, like man, I, I've got to do something in sports, and and I have to have that in my life. Otherwise, um, you know, I just I'd be miserable. <laughs> it's just who I am. <laughs> so much a part of my identity. Oh no, I love that. No, I'm trying to think. Sports? Did I? I tried to be like the one that like played the team sports stuff. I feel like me watching Friday Night Lights and Coach Taylor was really what got like I did tennis and basketball. I didn't I wasn't really a fan. Um but Friday Night Lights and all those like that was that was my team. Coach Taylor is my coach. Clear eyes, full heart, can't <laughs> lose. Can't lose. There we go. <laughs> that's that's one they need to bring back because there is no coach like Coach Taylor. He, he is one. America's coach. <laughs> but you know what? He was he's, he's every high school, Texas high school coach. Uh, they're all like him in some ways. You know, it's 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 pretty interesting. And fun fact, apparently they shot that show where I went to school in Texas and Georgetown. Apparently I heard that's where they shot it. Somebody told me that when I was like telling them, they're like, oh, where did you go to school? And I was like, oh, the Austin area. And then they were like, and then I told them Georgetown. They were like, oh, that's where... Uh, they, shot, they shot yeah that too yeah yeah and i was just like wait what yeah no idea take pride also conan grace from georgetown texas oh another man. Hey, artist 
Yes. <laughs> hey, I, I'm a North. I'm a North Austin boy too. Uh, McNeil High School. So we were in the same. Oh, we competed all exa- the time. Yo, I know exactly. Um, right, right where that Cinemark is, uh, yeah. that Dollar Theater, and the little like Round Rock. I, I know. I know McNeil. Yeah, that yep. Caddy Land right there. It was maybe it was just a it was a guy's ranch and he agreed to give up a portion of it for to build a school and so we were a school in the middle of a ranch it was hilarious now it's central Austin and Austin's gotten so big like it yeah that's another rabbit hole I could go down of like how Austin's changed like so uh celebration station Austin parks and oh, pizza God. like listen <laughs> um I'll give Man, you a you're good one. Me way back Gosh. listen Highland Mall like how like let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like so many like my grandparents and that, i feel like that was like my like initial like running with um health and wellness like my grandparents every summer would take us to highland mall so they could do laps around the mall because the mall would open at like 8 a.m before the stores opened and so we'd be like running around there and then we'd wait till like 9 9 30 for fye to open and i was like a huge music person and so we would like go into FYE and I could get like a new album or whatever. Um, that was like a highlight. So oh, I feel Highline like that Mall was, like, was the hub. That was the hub of youth culture in Austin for, for a listen. long time. <laughs> <laughs> listen. And then that annoying Christmas train that would be like oh, yeah. around, going around the mall, like when you're trying to shop at JCPenney's and they're like, get out the way. I'm like, <laughs> uh, excuse me. I'm just trying to get my pretzel here and then go to this lint chocolate. Like I'm just minding my little business. They fire that thing up and it would last for like a month and a half. You'd have Literally. Like, Oh my gosh. Uh, they don't make them like that. They don't make them like that anymore. No, no. <laughs> now you, but, you wouldn't, you wouldn't step foot in that mall today. No, it's that. I want to say, no, I want to say ACC bought that. Not me marketing ACC. I feel like ACC bought that mall out. It's oh, like now. They? I want to say it's like the college now, campus now. Yeah, they bought it. <laughs> sure. I'm like, sure. Yeah. Every sure, time I go yeah. to Austin, it's a different city. So yeah, whatever. You, you know, like at this point, you know, it is what it is. I believe anything. <laughs> um, but what was your kind of first, uh, role like job wise like in the kind of running uh health wellness like realm yeah so i grew up all through team sports and and my uh, when i went to high school i I transferred schools over to mcneil and uh, i missed the tryout window for the basketball team thank goodness because i probably wouldn't have made it anyway but they're they're like hey go run cross country and um so so i did and uh it was actually the first practice was a miserable experience the whole team had finished boys, girls, everybody. And then, you know, they had to come back and, and pick me up. Um, but I was so motivated by that, you know, and I liked the idea. I was in team sports forever. And this idea that, you know, I could sort of train hard and, and see it, see a benefit. So I got really into running uh, in high school. And so then it just became every a part of my part of my life. And so I was like, how can I do something in running? And so I found they had a running store in Austin called Runtex downtown, uh, kind of a staple when we were growing up. It was right there on the lake. And uh, Paul Carosa was the owner. He was um, really an interesting. You don't talk about an influencer. That that guy was an influencer. <laughs> and, and and he hired me. And I don't know why, but he did. And and that started my career in the industry. I started just getting into like shoes and the power of a shoe. I was just so amazed by the impact that shoes had on people. Um, and so I started in a running store. Just we, we call it slinging shoes. 
Um, and through, <laughs> through school, I sling so many shoes, thousands, thousands. Um, and then at that point, I, I um, found out about Brooks and I really, really was inspired by the fact that that was all they did was made running shoes and, and they, they cared deeply about it. And I was like, man, I, I want to work for that company. And, and so I applied, got turned down, <laughs> applied again. Finally, you know, I was just so relentless that they, they gave me a job. And uh, so I got, I went from, you know, it was in school working at the running store and after school I was working full time at the running store. And then I applied for that job, went to Brooks and I was 23. I think I was the youngest employee and they shipped me out to Florida. i was fish out of water outside of texas and um but it was it was great i I would call on these finish line stores that that were in in malls we're talking about malls in malls in like 17 malls around around the state of florida and i have to drive to each one it was like 200 miles between each each one and we would sell two shoes in each of these stores like you know and the staff didn't even know who brooks was you know you'd walk in and hey i'm the brooks rep and they're like brooks brothers and you're like, no, no, it's a running shoe. It's on your wall. It's right there. And like, oh, I didn't know that was there. Um, so yeah, that was like the early years in, uh, in in my career was trying to, you know, teach these mall stores like Finish Line uh, about running shoes and about Brooks and and get them to get them to sling some of those off their shelf. And uh, anyway, so that was some of my early days and really influential. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. And looking at it, like, as we know now, like running in that kind of uh, sector in like commerce and with clothing's kind of blown up. And I feel like there's so many running running labels and uh, labels that focus on that sector. What do you think really sets Brooks apart, like shoe wise and just like company culture wise, apart from all the other tons that we have out there right now, you know, authenticity, like it, it's just so we're just, we're so focused on, on running. Uh, we, we love it. You know, I've been here 18 years. You look around the office, we've got, most people have been here that a lot of people have been here for, for many, many years. And it's, it's sort of like a very close knit family. 
Um, we have a very focused mission of creating the best running products in the world. Um, we care deeply about people who run and are active. And, you know, I think that focus and that intention and authenticity in our mission um, is it's just genuine. That's why I've stayed here 18 years. Um, and I think it really separates us apart. And that's what drew me to Brooks in the, in the beginning was that, you know, they weren't trying to play fashion or trying to, you know, chase all these different things. They were very true to like what they believed in, in, in a running shoe. And, and because of that, they made great quality. It's really high quality. Um, but you kind of had to know a little bit about it. And, and that inspired me because, you know, I always like to translate. I, I love to get just enough into technical stuff to get in trouble. Uh, and then bring it back and like translate it to just a, a random person coming in a store and making it make it simple um, because it's really not complicated, you know. And so I just love translating the amount of technical detail that went into the shoes in a very simple layman's terms and for people could get it. And, and once they put it on their foot, it was like um, it was really easy to sell, actually. But but getting it, getting them to try it was was the challenge. And like when it comes to like the shoe development and stuff like how does that process work? Do you guys like mostly like hear feedback or kind of just like based off of what people are like using and like just things that people are saying to you. Cause I know a lot of times uh, when it's like working with product development, people will go through like comments on social media. They'll kind of talk to the staffers to kind of see like what their recommendations are. Like how does that development process work whenever coming out with like a new shoe when that development? Oh my gosh. I wish I had a recipe. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> You know, it's, there's so many things at play, you know, you've got science. So we're deeply invested in the science of human motion and we have, you know, labs here in Seattle and we've got partners around the world that do, that do biomechanical research. So, you know, they're coming to us and saying, Hey, there's these things we need to think about in terms of um, helping people run healthy and, and comfortable and things like that. So you, you get sort of the technical influence. Then you've got, the sport changing, you know, the way people interact with the sport. So that changes. And so you have to keep your, your, um, your ear to the ground on how are people running and why are they running? And, and, you know, what, what do we need to sort of, um, um, deliver for them, for their needs. And so it's, it's a lot of consumer listening. And then you also have, you know, we sell a lot predominantly into, into retail stores. So, it's listening to those stores and how their customers are evolving. So it's just really a lot of signals. Um, and that's why for, for me, we have to anchor really solely in, in what do we believe is the right thing? What do we believe um, is, is, is advancing the sport? Uh, and, we, and we start there. So then we, then we take these, in, these inputs and, and um, you know, build it out from there. But it always starts with like, hey, is this thing going to work for somebody? Is it going to keep them healthy? Is it going to help them perform at their best? Like some of these core universal values and principles, we always hold to that and we just keep advancing that and evolving it. And then everything else on top is, you know, how do we make people fall in love with the way it looks too? You know, how do we make people um, like the way it feels and, and all of that? And it's just, it's layering on to the cake. And I feel like something that you guys have done, as you said, as you mentioned prior, like you guys are an older brand that have been around for a long time. It's just like how to like evolve with the times, but also maintaining like the core values and like that same um, product, like development people that are used to from back then over to now because I feel like a lot of times when people are trying to market to younger generations or new consumers they're like oh we got to do this and do that and it's like they get so lost and like forget like wait who are we again and so do you feel like you guys do a there's like a like a sweet spot that you all do of kind of like trying to get new people interested into the into the brand but also like maintaining that same reputation that people have been with the brand for like 20 30 40 years are used to 
Man, this is the ultimate, it's the ultimate conundrum for us, Colin, you know, because we have a wide base. Running is really important and, and moving, walking, really important to people's lives. And, and the shoe, in many cases, is the ability for them to do that. You know, it, it gives them um, the, the confidence to get out there. And so anytime you, you can't pull the rug out from them, you know, so you can't just, oh, we're going we're gonna to try this next crazy thing. And then somebody who really relies, especially a brand like Brooks, they rely on us to come through for them every version they buy. So, you know, we, we have an evolutionary mindset in terms of, hey, we're, we're going to add a little bit of newness, a little bit of innovation, but we're not going to completely change your shoe from, you know, from year to year. And I think that's important. And that's something that we, you know, we hold that very sacred, I think, in terms of our process. But the reality is there's a lot of innovation out there and, and there's incredible advancements in foaming in foams right now. And you're seeing uh, what some of these shoes that are being created are, are how they're impacting the sport. We're seeing these world records fall in marathons and we're breaking barriers. We never thought we could. That's amazing. So the power of a shoe is, you know, on full display. We've got to be able to, to, to get that quickly into our line as well. So people can experience it. And so, you know, the challenge for us and the opportunity is how do we, how do we create that, that reliability that people trust from us, but then also excite them and, and, uh, surprise them with with new exciting things, and I think especially the younger consumer they expect it. They expect that you're gonna that every the next version of their shoe is gonna gonna be dramatically different and, and have new benefits and, and new technologies. So we've worked on building a line that can do both of those things. We have to do both. And I feel like that's something like with younger consumers now, like they want to know like what the what the company stands for, what are their values, and I feel like it's just very important. And I feel like Brooks does a good job of that too, like beyond the blog and stuff, but kind of like where you guys stand and like where stuff's going to the materials and just like a deeper inside look. And I feel like it used to be in the past where it's like, oh, we just trust that brand or like they do whatever. But now people are wanting to know like, okay, what do they do? Are they like recite? Do they have a recycling program? Are they, how are they like reaching the community? How are they doing other involvement type things? I think that's very important too. Like as time goes on where it's not just like, oh, we've been here a while, like people will figure it out. It's like, you have to constantly be like telling that story and letting that mission be known to your consumers, no matter, like, no matter what. Yeah. I mean, we have to re-earn our consumers loyalty and trust every single version of shoes we come out with. And I think, you know, the way we, we take a stand on things that we believe in. And I think it's, it's a reflection of the people that work here, the, the, the values of the people that work here and, um, how we look at our brand is sort of a reflection of, of um, you know, who we are and, and we're very, we stay very true to that. Right. And, and so sometimes that means, you know, we have to, we have to do things that maybe don't make us a lot of money. And, you know, <laughs> one of those things is, you know, sustainability and, and the efforts that we're putting in. Nobody, a lot of people don't ever even know about it, see it. We don't talk about it all that much. Um, but we're doing a lot of work, you know, behind the scenes on, it's a heavy lift to, to really get to where we want to be in the next 10 years you got to go through the whole supply chain, you know, work with your suppliers that create your yarns and, and that manufacture different components of your shoe and say, Hey, how can we make this better for the environment? And, and you got to put in a lot of work and that return on that investment isn't always rarely is it on the bottom line. Um, but it comes in us feeling pride in what we're creating uh, and believing in it. And I think that ultimately is worth more than all of that investment is that we're doing the right thing and that we believe in what we're doing. And so a lot of what Brooks does, we're vocal about some things, but also we do a lot of things nobody knows about. Um, but we stay true to that behind the scenes because uh, it's part of who we are. 
And I feel like another important component is like kind of that like hands-on like in-person connection too. Do you guys do a lot of like pop-ups or in-person things where people can interact with their brand and kind of see their products and things up close as well? Yeah. You know, I think our brand is very much with the people. We are, we 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 take our products seriously. We don't take ourselves that seriously. We love to be with uh, out in the, with the consumer and in the market. And so we do a lot of things. We have a pop-up in LA right now that, that we've got. It's been really cool. You know, we don't do a ton of retail. Um, so when we, when we do, and we put ourselves out there, we want, we want people to feel a part of, of our culture and, and feel welcomed in. And so I think we're dabbling in that and seeing great success that people can sort of have more access to our brand and, um, you know, who we are. And so that's, that's one area we do. We, we, we always show up in key events, Boston Marathon, you know, we do a, a Hyperion house there that's, you know, right there on the street. You can walk in and we bring in guests and we have hard conversations about things and we talk about, but our culture, and we, we're a very inclusive culture, you know, and, and we want people to, to have the joy of the, of the sport and of being active that we have. And we want to share that with others. And so, yeah, I, I hope anybody that comes into contact with our brand in the wild um, will feel that they'll feel a part of, of um, what, what we believe in and, and um, our desire just to have everyone under the tent. And I feel like that's true. That That's a good point too. Like, I feel like a lot of times like brands and stuff are like, oh, like, we need to be like, if we can't do like our own pop-up, if we can't do this, then like, we just don't want to do it. But I think it's key that you said we're also at adjacent type events. So like at the marathons and things. And I feel like a lot of times brands are like, we don't know how to show up uh, for our consumers and our community in person. And it's like, look to see like where they're going, where they're participating in and like seeing if you can even have just some sort of presence there. Because even if it's not like a big, like over the top type thing, you just like being there kind of helps like bring that touch point and really show that like, Hey, like we're here. Like, like you just said, like we don't take ourselves too seriously. We're friendly and kind of just like take that wall down that a lot of consumers might like either not know about it, but then also like kind of not be able to like talk about their experience with their like no more. Yeah. You know, and I think it, Look, we have a history in terms of, and I think a lot of brands maybe are the same way. Where this, it's this idea that, you know, we look through the prism of, of how can we get customers to see the world the way we see it, and because we we have we see the world the right way, or we see this this idea the right way, and I think we've we've really shifted that. I think over the last ten years, fifteen years as a brand, and, and our frame has been flipped to how can we better understand the way our customer sees the world, and um, how can we show them that what we believe in can enhance that. And so it, in order to do that, we re- you have to be out there with them and, and seeing what the run means to them and seeing what being active means to them and what role does their shoe play. So, you know, we created this, we created this internal lab called the run site lab. And um, I spent three or four years building that up and really with the intention to make sure that we are alongside our customer every day. And feeling what they're feeling, right, and and seeing what their friction points are, and, and what's what's maybe preventing them from being active, and how can our brand or our products um, that we really believe in uh, allow them to do maybe more of what they desire to do, and so it's really about you know creating that connection with people through their eyes, and and not make forcing them to see the world the way we see it. And like, do you have a favorite like pair? Out of curiosity, do you have a favorite pair or like what's your go to like Brooks uh, Brooks shoe? So I'm deep in the innovation. <laughs> I'm deep in the innovation pipeline, Colin. So I, I've got to some crazy stuff. Um, uh, we have we have a shoe that that we're trying to get out at the end of next year that I've been running in for the past year and a half, and it has it has changed the game for me. I mean, it is it has made 
uh, running and you know, I coach running as well. I coach a youth program in Seattle. Uh, we've got 200 kids and they're all pretty much all of them are faster than me now. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've got to, I got to have some help. I got to have some help. So, so we, we created this, this prototype and um, man, I feel like I'm, I'm on the, I'm running on the moon on that thing. Uh, and I just like, I'm weightless and uh, it's really incredible. I can't tell you the name yet. Um, but idea is it comes, it's going to come out at the end of next year, ideally. And, uh, it's, you know, it's just a, that's my favorite thing. And it's a shoe that, um, takes the ground out of the equation. You know, it's just, it's, you, you feel like that impact is gone and you can just sort of float. And, uh, so anyway, that's been a game changer for me and allowed me to keep going and keep after it with the kids. Come on. Also, if you had to pick a celebrity brand or food, to do a collab with for Brooks, like who oh, would it gosh. be? <laughs> I was like, now we're getting into the tough questions. It's See, tough questions you're out of my, we're out of my jurisdiction here. <laughs> See, I, 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 I can give you all the shoe ideas in the world, but this is where, <laughs> this is where I probably should hold my tongue. Um, you know, look, I, I think that there's a lot, of, there's a lot of brands out there that share our values and um, that, that, you know, that, that interact with their customers similar to we that we do and look at innovation the same. And, and we've got a couple of those identified. Uh, I can't say anything, you know, about what those are, but, but we definitely were looking to be active, actively um, do some more collabs and things like that, where we can uh, express our brand together with another brand that shares that same sort of um, desire and, and uh, values. I don't know why, but Scooby-Doo just came to mind and I don't know why, but it, but as okay, I'm like, go on brew, now that as I'm brewing on it, it makes sense. Like I'm seeing the shoe and it it makes sense. I don't know why, but I just feel like a Scooby-Doo X Brooks would just, would just work. I don't know why, but the, it would make I sense. I think I can get there. I think I can get there with you, Colin. I think I can like, imagine that. I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the vision. I'm seeing it. <laughs> thick, thick sole, thick yeah. sole. What do you think? I'm thinking, I'm thinking a thick sole. Like, I feel like it'd be a good, like road one um i don't know it's like scooby's always on the go and he's always running like i feel like roadrunner is too easy and that's like everybody's done that but i feel like scooby-doo's an athlete that we don't give him his flowers and we got to give it to you as an athlete really he really is he, he's an athlete like he, he's a triathlete <laughs> he's a triathlete if you ask me <laughs> running from zombies and who knows what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, there's got to be there's got to be a shoe for that to help to help you escape zombies, <laughs> especially it's, this day and age. I know, like who? Honestly, that's a whole nother rabbit hole I could go down. <laughs> um, but <laughs> for my for my last question, for those who are like listening, they're like, oh, like it's the beginning of like 2024, and I really want to be active and I want to like get out there. What advice do you have for like? Anybody who's like, I want to like, whether it's five, 10 minutes, I want to just be more active. Like what's something that you think they could, that you do that you think other people could implement to be more active in their day? Okay. So I have a streak that, um, I'm a streak person because it's sort of, you hold yourself accountable. So I did a running streak. I, I think years back it was 500 days in a row. And, um, I wouldn't recommend that necessarily, but right now I'm on a push-up streak, and, I, and it's it's been almost five years. And every day I have to do 100 push-ups. And you know, I sort of made the, the goal of myself: Hey, I'm going to start with I'm going to try to go a month and try to go and do 100 push-ups every day for a month. And what was amazing to me is, I, so I got through the month, which was the hardest month of of the whole time, was the first month. 
Then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep this going. One month turned to two months. Two months turned to a year. And now at the end of this month, it'll be five years in a row that I've been doing this. Oh my God. And, it, and the thing is, it doesn't – you can do it almost anywhere. I've done it on airplane. I've dropped down and done push-ups at the airport, you know, because to get it in for the day. <laughs> like, but, hey, people think you're a little weird. You drop down doing push-ups and, at the gate, you know. But the, the point is um, making something easily accessible. And I think running or walking, going for a walk every day, like that's, you know, get a good pair of Brooks running shoes. It's all you really need. And, and you just got to show up and get out the door. And, and, it, and if, even if it's just five or ten minutes, what I found and all the work I've done with runners and everything and active people – it's the first five minutes the hardest is the hardest part. Five minutes of doing something active and whatever you can do to get, get you accountable to, to take the first step for that five minutes. And once you get five minutes in, you'd be surprised. You may go for 20 minutes, you may go for an hour. And you're you're never you never regret doing it. And in five years of doing 100 push-ups, I haven't ever regretted it. Uh, my sleep sometimes is compromised because it's late at night. I'm like, oh, I forgot to do the push-up. <laughs> but but that that has done more for me with all the changes with COVID and in my life and my job and everything. Sometimes it's just so – and my kids growing up, it's just so hard to prioritize being active. But if I hold to that one thing every day and I make sure I get that in, that's gotten me through so much. And sometimes I do a lot more fitness. Sometimes I don't do as much, but just I always do at least that bare minimum every day. And um, that's uh, done a lot for me. And so I would say just find that one thing that you commit to just doing every day for five minutes, maybe 10, and then let let it let it build from there. No, I love that. I My thing is I love doing my rich dad walks where I'll do like 30, 45 minutes, like whether it's like walking to the park or just walking around and I'll just like put a podcast on or audiobook or whatever the vibe is. And it's a rich mom, dad walk. If it's over 30 minutes and it's a hot boy, hot girl walk, if it's like 15 minutes or less, oh. that's how I, that's how I decipher it. <laughs> so what, is, what happens between the 15 minutes and 30 minutes that separates it from, from the hot oh, dang. walk? It's giving trust fund baby, trust fund daughter. <laughs> it's giving trust fund baby walk. <laughs> that's that in between that sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> with with a little like Luke Combs in your AirPods, you know, a little Luke Combs, a little uh, country girl shake it for me from Luke Bryan, you know, you know, just a little a little hockey talk, a little something to you know get the blood flowing a little bit, <laughs> get the booty shaking, absolutely, you know, just a little bit, you know, just a little bit, you know, <laughs> get just a little bit. swagger in the walk, <laughs> <laughs> a little pep in thy step. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's key. If you're gonna walk, you gotta you gotta have a little you gotta have a little swagger. Uh, but thank you, Carson, so much for being here today and giving us all this great insights and now we know what we need to be doing to get active. Love it. Thank you so much, Colin. Uh, glad to be here. Glad to be with you. Wow, how great was this episode? If you were like me, you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments. So if you do, feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Young Influentials, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino. Executive produced by Chris Aarons and edited by Lane McGibney at Bountwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts.
Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.